Do you understand me? Did, did you hear me? I say it is okay. It's okay. There are some fires God stops you from getting into. But there are some fires that God says, let's go in together. Yeah. So if you find yourself in the fire, it's because the fourth man is in the fire with you. He's in the fire with you. You might not see him, but he's there. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego did not see the fourth man. He was there, but they didn't see him. Guess what? Nebuchadnezzar saw him. So, if you are in the fire, is there anybody who, is in, who feels as though he's in the fire this morning? Well, he's there with you. He's there with you. Right there in the midst of the fire. He is there. He says, let's go. And I want you to know the fire will not burn you. You will not even carry the smell of smoke. Because he is there to shield and protect you. You have been destined to win. You have been destined to win. And so this morning, I want to bring to you a word that I title before time. Somebody say before time. Before time, there are things that God has ordained concerning you. Before time. Say before time. First of all, before time, I want you to know that God has always been. Okay? Many people limit their understanding to God to the realm of time. And they don't understand that time is, is an interruption of eternity. Okay? In Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1, the Bible tells us, the Bible says to us that there is a time, it says to every purpose, for everything there is a season and time for every purpose. Where? Under what? Heaven. Under heaven. In other words, on the earth. So far as the earth realm is concerned, God deals with us according to time. He deals with us according to times and seasons. The Bible says, in the fullness of time, God sent forth His Son, born of a woman. Okay? So Jesus could not come without time. He could not come out of time. He could not come before time. And he could not come after time. So I want you to know that your, your life is already pre-programmed. Okay? The events in your life have been pre-programmed. Before time. Before time. So before time began, God was there. In Genesis chapter 1 verse 1, it says, in the beginning, what? God. So God exists. God is in eternity. Eternity, He's here. Alright? And then time is there. Time is there. 
right in front. God is not part of time. He's outside of time. Okay? And that's why your past, your present, your future makes no difference to him. Come on. Yes. Let me have two people here. Okay. This is the beginning. All right? And this is the end. Hallelujah. This, this, it's, it's a time. Um, this, this is speaking of time. There is a duration. Okay? There is a beginning and there is an end. Now, God is here. So, when you think about God and you try to put him in there, you're making a mistake. You're making a mistake. So, he stands here. He looks at the beginning and he looks at the end. So, that's why when he talks to you, he has seen everything. He has seen everything. Your mind is not able to comprehend where God is. Okay? Your mind is limited to this. And besides, your mind cannot even see your future. So your mind can only see the beginning and where you are. Try as hard as you can. You are limited. You are limited. So the mistake many people make is that they use the knowledge of here to predict what this will be. Or at best, they look at this and then they try to use that to determine this. You're making a big mistake. You can never get it right. Are you following me? You can never get it right. So God is outside this domain because he's in eternity. Eternity is here. Time is there. He says, I'm Alpha and the Omega. In other words, all of this exists inside him. So that's why people say, where did God come from? He didn't come from anywhere. Who gave birth to God? He was never born. Because you can only born something that has a beginning. Now, if God has a beginning, it means he has an end. Because everything that has a beginning has an end. God has no beginning and he has no end. So before time, right, before the beginning began, right, God saw you. In other words, before you entered into your mother's womb, God saw you. He saw you and he saw everything about you. Can you handle that? 
That's who God is. So God now decides, all right. Like if you're, if you're like me, I was born on the 1st of August, 1966. So, so far as God is concerned, concerning me, this is 1st of August, 1966. Hallelujah. Now he has seen the end. I don't know the end. All I can see is here. I, actually, I'm in the middle now. 50, right? Yeah. So I can only see from here to here. But what, how do I deal with this? By faith. By faith. How do I deal with tomorrow? By faith. So, from here, I need to connect to him who holds the future. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Hallelujah. Your life is not an accident. It was planned. Go to seat. Thank you. Give them a hand. So, before time... God existed. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, it says, In the what? Beginning. God created the heavens and the earth. In the what? Beginning. So, what happened before the beginning began? Because the beginning has to do with time. The beginning has to do with time. What happened before then? I was listening to a, um, some time ago, I was listening to a prophet. This lady was taken before the Father. She went to heaven. And right there in heaven, God gave her access to some mysteries. Okay? Some mysteries. And... Very interesting. She says that right there, before the father, she was able to go into him. And she saw inside him. And said, uh, Pastor, okay. Where does the Bible say that? The Bible says, in him we live. And move. And have our being. Where? In who? In him. So we were in him. And she said one of the things she saw is that she saw spirit in him. And those spirits will come to him and say, Let me go. Let me go to the earth. I want to go. I want to go. And some of them he will say, Not time. Say before the beginning. Or before time. So, before time, you were right in his womb. You were right in his womb. Before time, you were in his womb. And there was a time that 
there was a discussion between you and the father. Between you and the father, there was a dialogue. And the father said, now you can go. First of August 1966, boom, I showed up. For what? For a purpose. For a purpose. For the kingdom. For the establishment of the kingdom. For the purposes of God. You were born for the purpose of God. You were not born for you. You are not an accident. You are not a mistake. There's no illegitimate child. If anything, maybe illegitimate parents. Yeah. So you were born, and until you begin to connect to him, you will never be fulfilled. If you make your life just about you, I'm telling you, you will die a miserable death. Because by the end of your life, you will ask, what was this all about? Why? Because you were sent on a mission. Before time began, you existed in God. Hallelujah. Let's look at a few scriptures just to, to help you understand what we are talking about. Look at Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 1. I don't know about you. I love the book of Ephesians. Look at verse 3 of Ephesians chapter 1. He says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who blessed us with every blessing, every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. Where? In Christ. Just as He chose us where? In Him. When? Before the foundation of the world. Why? That we should be holy and without blame before Him. In love. Can you see that? Having predestined us. Adoption as sons. By Jesus Christ to himself. According to the good pleasure of his will. <laughs> Say before time. time. Yeah before time. Before the foundation of the world. He asked Job one day. He says where were you. When I laid the foundation of the world. Job, tell me. Because Job was complaining. He was, he was going through rough times. How many people have gone through rough times? You've gone through rough times. Some of you haven't. Okay, God bless you. Yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah, we've gone through rough times and you are going through certain things and you begin to say, God, where are you? What happened to your word? What happened to your promise? Have you forsaken me? Have you forgotten me? Have you felt that way before? Yeah. yeah, I mean, your case is not as bad as Job. Do you understand? It, it doesn't matter how bad it is. It's not like Job. And you know that all that Job experienced was within six months. Within six months, he lost all his children. He lost his estate, his business empire. He lost everything. And he lost his health. His mind was going bonkers. 
And then to crown it all, he had friends who were accusing him of hypocrisy, of, of failing God, of sin. And Job thought, I've been a righteous man, I've been a blameless man. And let me tell you, the Bible says that on the whole earth, in the whole earth, there's nobody like Job. He was blameless before God. Yeah. So you say, is this the reward I get for being blameless? How many people have been faithful? You're faithful. You've served God. You, you've been obedient. You've been diligent and all of that. Then all of a sudden, it's like, is this what I get? Of what use? The psalmist says, what, what's the point being holy? What's the point serving God if my life is like this? And God appeared to Moses, uh, to, to Job. We've talked about it before. In a whirlwind. Come on. Somebody say, you remember? Whirlwind. The, and say, hey, come, stand like a man. Let me talk to you. And one of the questions God asked him, where were you when I laid the foundation of the earth? Tell me. Speak like a man. So, where were you before time began? Where were you? Tell me if you know. <laughs> May God not question you like that. <laughs> Yes, but he says in verse 4, the, the Bible tells us there in verse 4, it says, just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world. I want you to know you were chosen. Amen. You were chosen before time. Amen. You were chosen before time. And why am I saying this? So that you can have faith. In God's purpose for your life. You can have faith in God's plan. Why? Before time, he chose you. Hit your chest. Say, I was chosen. Before time. Before I could even do anything, I was chosen. Before I could impress him, I was chosen. How about that? Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. So when you wake up in the morning, you say, I was chosen before time. I was chosen before time. That we should be holy and without blame before him in love. So in other words, now if he chose you to be holy, what does that mean? It means you can be holy. Correct? Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's simple logic, isn't it? Yeah, you can be holy. You can be holy. Don't, don't think that you are the mercy of the enemy. You're not. Let's read that in the Amplified. Visions chapter 1 verse 4. It says, even as in his love, he chose us, actually picked us, huh? picked 
us out for himself as his own. Right? In Christ before the foundation of the world. Yes. Before everything. Before he laid, before he put the planets in place. Before the galaxies. Before, you know, before the Milky Way. Before he puts the sun. Before all those things. You were already chosen. You're already chosen. That means you are more special than the earth. Come on. Yeah. You're more special than the animals. You're more special than anything. The most beautiful, the most beautiful vegetation is not up, it doesn't come close. The Bible doesn't say they were chosen. But you were chosen. You were chosen. Hallelujah. It says that we should be holy, that is consecrated and set apart from him and blameless in his sight, even above reproach before him in love. Many times it is people that reject God. It's not that God rejects people. Yes. People say no to his purpose. But you were, you were chosen before time. And I don't know about you, that gives me much hope. That gives me much hope. At this season, we're celebrating, the world all over is celebrating the birth of Christ. Am I correct? But the, you need to think beyond that. Before Jesus came, what happened? Before the world, where were you? You're not an accident. Why were you born? Somebody else could have been born. Why you in particular? For a reason. Hallelujah. You were chosen. Are you happy about that? Now, not only were you uh, chosen before time. Look at what it says in verse 11. It says, in him also we have obtained an eternal inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of his will, who works all things according to the counsel of his will. He works all things according to the counsel of his will. He predestined you. In other words, before time. The word predestined means to determine ahead of time. So God determined who you should be ahead of time. And that's why you should not be frustrated because of what you are going through. Rather, you should frustrate what you are going through. Come on. Yeah. You should frustrate what you are going through. Why? Because you were chosen before time. Do you agree with that? Amen. For, look at verse chapter 2. Let's skip down to chapter 2, verse 10. He says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus. For what? For good work, which God prepared when? Beforehand that we should walk in them. So not only were you chosen before time, your assignment 
was determined before time. You are his workmanship. The word workmanship there is from the Greek word poema, which means masterpiece. You are his masterpiece. You are his creative masterpiece. In other words, when he wanted to show off, he decided to make you. Hello. So when I see you, I see God showing off. <laughs> yes. Come on, hit your chest. Say, I'm his creative masterpiece. I am, I am a manifestation of God's creativity. Now, when you see me, I want you to know that God is showing off. He's showing off. Yeah, he's showing off. Don't listen to people. They don't know nothing. Tell them to create somebody. Let them try it. Even to make a nose is a problem. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. You were created in his image. After his likeness. Hallelujah. So beforehand he had decided. This is what you are going to become in his kingdom. This is what you are going to do on the earth. And that's why he told Jeremiah. He says, I call you a prophet from where? From your mother's womb. Are you getting it? You were chosen. Your assignment was determined before time. And God created you to show off. <laughs> what else do you want? You want to improve on God? Huh? You want to do uh, Eric version 2.0. Come on. Can you do that? Can you improve on yourself? Come on. Anybody? I know you, you are full of creativity. You, you are so intelligent. You are so, I mean, you are so smart. You, maybe you figured out how to re-engineer yourself. And then upgrade. Your ears will not be here. It should be somewhere here. <laughs> the new you will have ears on his shoulder. Come on. The new you. What do you want to do? How, 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 how do you want to? Come on. You see, when people begin to listen to other people, Whether they are beautiful or not, there's a problem. When people begin to listen to other people to determine 
whether they are chosen or not is a problem. So it leads to all sorts of um, <laughs> behaviors that can be detrimental to who you are called to be. Amen? Amen. So before time, I was chosen. Somebody say that. Yes. And my assignment was determined before time. Yeah. My assignment was determined before time. God had already seen. Paul said, I was. He says, um, God made me an apostle from my mother's womb. Can you beat that? I mean, that means when he was busy persecuting the church. And supervise the stoning of Stephen. God was looking at as an apostle. Yeah. God was looking at an apostle. I think he said it in Galatians. Somewhere in Galatians. Where he said God called him to be an apostle. From his mother's womb. Let me tell you something. There are some people today that you see. They are like global icons. Right? They are like celebrities. Some of those guys, I'm telling you, the reason why they are doing what they are doing and they are at the level where they are is because of what they were chosen to do. I believe Michael Jackson would have made the greatest evangelist. Yeah. Yes. He, he was chosen to bring multitudes to Christ. With his gift. Before time, you see, Galatians 1.15, but when it pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb and called me through his grace. So, right there, when you were conceived, God was busy choosing you, setting you apart. And say, this one, when he plays drum like this, angels will dance. Yeah, I'm telling you, before time. Before time. Every single person was chosen before time. You only discovered you did not choose. You did not choose God. God chose you. Okay? Yeah. Before time. Even the abilities that you have, the gift that you have, the way you express yourself, the way you, you move, it's all part of his choosing. There is no detail about you that he's unaware of. Even your personality 
has chosen. Did you wake up and decide? This is, first of all, who decided where, he, where to be born? Come on. You decided I'm going to be born in the Molaudzi family. Did you decide? You chose the Gates family, but you ended up. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> you chose the Gates family, but uh, you were, he chose Limpopo for you. Ish. Yeah, life is tough, right? <laughs> so just flow along with his choice. Because before time, he ordained you. And you know what it means to ordain, right? He anointed you before time. Come on. I, I thought you'd be excited about that. But it seems as if I'm depressing some people. The way you're looking, is like, oh, I, I, are you saying I cannot determine what my life should be like? You accept, and then you determine how far you want to go. In his choosing. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, some people, you, you are called to be a prophet, but it is up to you to determine what degree you are going to operate. He didn't determine that one. So if you will consecrate yourself, if you will follow his will completely, if you will lay your life down and you will surrender to his will, then it will determine how far he can go with you. It will determine how much he can use you. So, well, you know, I guess I'm not destined to be great. Says who? You are just lazy, that's all. <laughs> There's nobody that is destined to be lazy. Yeah. You determine how far you want to go. You're determined because it's been, it's been fixed before time. He gave you musical abilities. You determine the level you want to be. Come on. You won't, if you won't practice. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> Don't practice. Just... Play by faith. That would be awesome if you could. But for you to do that, there's a level. You, you need to ascend to a heavenly dimension where you tap some things from him and then come down and begin to play it. So you can play things you didn't practice. But you, you need, there's some work you still need to do. Come on. Yeah. It's like somebody, he's a student. You're, you're a student, you are, you are in varsity, and you won't study. They say, come on, ah, by faith. Just keep it up. 
if you disgrace the name of the Lord by your poor results, Yes? He said, he he you shall not, you, you, you will reap what you sow, isn't it? You want good grades, you sow. You have to sow, right? I have a friend like that when we were in school. He was always confessing excellent results, and he would not study. He would not study. Yeah, kabos to hope, faith, I know, yeah, got the A's, straight A's in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Come on, study. Stu- the God just, I believe, man. And I confess. Shall be unto me according to my faith. You know what? When the results came out. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Straight F's. They say faith. Faith without works is dead. Hallelujah. You need to put time. Somebody say time. Yeah, you need to put time into your studies. And as you study, you pray. You involve him in your studies. I say, Lord, I'm, I'm about to put time. Can you help me here? Open my mind. Give me the spirit of wisdom. What should I study? What is going to come out? Help me. Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. If you're like my late mom, the night before the exams, the Lord will come and show her the answers. Yeah. In a dream. Come on. Several times. She'll wake up in the morning. People are sweating. People were studying through the night. She was sleeping and she woke up in the morning and she went and just whooped. But, you know, she, there was something she had to sow to get to that dimension, to get to that level. Hallelujah. So she was able to tap into the before time dimension. Because I think you know that your exam results were not written the day you saw it. They were written, your, 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 your exams were written before you entered the examination hall. Come on. So when you start operating in the before time realm, you begin to access information that was written before time. But you have to labor to get into that. Before time. You labor to get into the things that have been ordained for you before time. So when you get to that dimension, what will happen is that God will just give you a preview. He brings you up to his level and you look, you just see tomorrow. And you step out and begin to act out tomorrow. So one of the ways that God helps to control your tomorrow is through visions and dreams. He'll begin to show you what the enemy planned to do tomorrow. And then you can intercept him. Hallelujah. How many people want to intercept the enemy? Yes. Intercept the enemy. But you need to get into a dimension of before time. 
in your walk with God, you need to rise beyond the past and the present. Get into the realm of eternity and begin to engage Him and say, Lord, what is there before time that has been ordained for tomorrow? Like now, you need to begin to fine-tune yourself to enter into next year before it because next year, I want you to know that it has already been predetermined. There are certain things that have been predetermined, but we can access it by faith. We can access it in the Spirit. Sometimes God will show me some things. I know this is coming. So guess what? I prepare myself. I begin to prepare myself. Wouldn't you like to know the challenges that are coming tomorrow? So you prepare today, isn't it? You want to be taken unawares? When you walk with God, one of the things that the Holy Spirit does, according to John chapter 16, is that He shows you things to come. Hallelujah. They have been determined before time. But I have good news for you. Not only has your life been determined before time. And if I say your life has been determined before time, that means you, before time, you already, God has already made you a victor before time. Okay? So you are already on top. It doesn't matter what you're going through right now. Just have faith. Believe that you are on top of that. You're on top of that because God never destined defeat for anybody. He never destined defeat for anybody. Every one of us is supposed to be on top. He has already destined for you to do great things for Him. You are His workmanship. You are His creative masterpiece. And it's not small things that He has chosen for you. He has chosen great things for you. But what is happening is that what you are going through right now is just a dress rehearsal for tomorrow. So what you are going through right now is not the real thing. The real thing is yet to come. Come on. Yeah. He says, your latter end shall greatly increase. The Bible says, though your beginning be small, your latter end shall greatly increase. So I see increase for you. I see greatness before you. I see glory before you. Glorious days are ahead of you. Days of power. Days of honor. Because that's what God has ordained for you before time. Hallelujah. There are so many things that he has ordained for us before time. We know that Jesus was slain before time. The Lamb of God was slain before the foundation of the world. Why would the Lamb be slain before the foundation of the world? Why? Because God saw before time your need for salvation. Hallelujah. He saw you were going to blow it. He saw your mistakes before time. I'll never forget many years ago as a teenager, the Lord said to me, Eric, I've made room for your mistakes. Yes. 
because I was beating myself. Lord, I'm sorry, I failed you. I'm not able to. I'm not able to reach people. I'm not passionate enough for you. I'm not. He's taking care of that. Hallelujah. And then I got encouraged. So he saw your mistake before you were born. And he took care of that. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? God is amazing. So because of that, he says to Jesus, before time, you have to die. Get on this altar. And he was slain. Before the foundation, he, the, the lamb was slain. And Satan was there. <laughs> Satan was there. What is all this, all this dirty stuff in this glorious place? What's all this blood? What's all this nonsense? When I become God, I'm going to sort out all of this. Because God is not good at being God. How can he allow this to happen? But he didn't realize that that his water right there. Guess what? Satan was defeated before time. Ha! Come on. Yeah, before time, he was defeated already. When the lamb was slain before the foundation of the world, it was Satan being defeated. His destiny was sealed before time. And that's why you must not think that he will defeat you. Okay? You, you, you might have, the Bible says, the righteous fall seven times and rises seven times. So you might have been defeated here and there Maybe you made mistakes here and there, like Abraham. Abraham, he ended up with an Ishmael. Can you imagine? The father of faith went into Hagar and came out to Ishmael. And up till today, the world is still suffering because of Ishmael. But guess what? The Lamb of God away the sins of the world has been shed. The blood was shed. And now Abraham is being celebrated as the father of faith. So right there in heaven before time, God made his mercy available for humanity. Before time, Satan was judged. Hallelujah. He was defeated from the realm of eternity. God took And now, you and I are here. God is saying to you, and he wants me to say to you, you have been chosen before time. Your assignment was chosen before time. And before time, you are, you've been destined to win. Can you draw strength from that? Yes. Will you draw some inspiration from that? Yes. Will, will you allow your faith to be fed with this? Yes. So you will rise up. I know before time, God has already seen that we've delivered 10% of nations. 
before time. So sometimes some of the prophetic words you receive come from the before time dimension. Before time. Before time. There are certain things that are happening in your heart. There are certain stirrings that are happening in your heart. They've been put there before time. Before time. Before time. Yes. I remember in my teenage years. In fact, before teenage years. From the age of seven when I started fasting and praying. And saying, God, use me. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. So where did that come from? Before time. Before time. I'm telling you. My brother and I. We would fast. Yeah, we would fast. It was difficult. But we did it. We would fast breakfast. Lunchtime, we will devour the food. <laughs> ah. Yes, we would do it. And I, I, I still have pictures in my mind of how we would kneel down opposite each other, hold our hands, and we are praying and say, Lord, use me. Lord, use me. Say, before time. Yeah. We would pray that. And sometimes I will run to the fridge, open it, look at it, and close it, and go back again. And say, no, I'm not going to spoil this. Yeah, because there is something, there is a seed that was sown before time. Before time. And that seed, because the atmosphere is conducive in the home, the atmosphere is conducive, that seed began to germinate. It began to germinate and it would not allow us to go any other way. We tr I'm telling you, I tried to backslide. I couldn't. There was something before time. Restrained me. Before time. And I'm here to provoke, to stare the seed of God that was sown in you before time. That which was placed in your heart in, before the foundation of the world. Even from your mother's womb, I'm calling that forth. I'm calling forth that destiny this morning. To rise up and begin to gain expression. That's why Jesus came. That's why he came. He came so that you could be who you were born to be. And you, you don't understand why you are different from other people. You are struggling to be like every other person. Stop it. Stop it. Be yourself. Come on, touch somebody and say, be yourself. You are chosen before time. None of your friends was there in consultation with God when you were chosen. 
None of them can determine who you are supposed to be. And so, don't listen to them. Their opinion does not count. Every man for himself. Every man for himself. Satan was defeated before time. So, you just walk in what has ordained. Walk in the victory. That God has given to you. There are some things that are going to open up in your life from today. Because I'm, I, I'm calling these things forth. And I know it's going to gain momentum in the coming year. These things are going to begin to gain momentum. They're going to become very forceful. It's going to become so forceful like a mighty river. That will begin to crush everything that stands in his way. Hallelujah. Doesn't matter what you put in the way of a river. It will find its way around that obstacle. To get to where it's supposed to be. To get, get to where it's supposed to get to. And that is how the purpose of God is supposed to flow out of your life. Let no obstacles uh, let no obstacle hinder you. Let nothing make you surrender. Refuse to surrender. Are you following me? You cannot move the mountain. Move around the mountain. Just get to the other side. There are times we are able to move mountains. There are times we are not able to move those mountains. But we must not stop moving. If you cannot move the mountain, climb the mountain, move by the side or whatever. Dig a hole and pass under. Just get to the other side. Just get to the other side. You are destined to win. You are destined to be great. You are destined to shake the earth. You are destined to shake nations. You are destined to bring down principalities and powers. It says in Ephesians chapter 3 verse 10 to the intent. That the manifold wisdom of God may be made known to the principalities and powers through the church. Through us. Principalities are going to learn some lessons. Do you understand? They will look at your lives and they will see the wisdom of God flowing out of your mouth. They will see the wisdom of God playing out of your life and they will learn something. They will learn something. Why? Because you were chosen before time. You were chosen before time. I want you to know that even your teacher's opinion is wrong about you. Your grades are not your destiny. Hello? Should I repeat that? Your grades are not your destiny. Receive what God has put inside you. The Bible says, counsel in the heart of a man is like deep waters. A man of understanding will draw it out. There is purpose inside you. There is destiny inside you. Let it flow out like a river. Let it flow out like a river. I'm telling you, let it flow out like a river. I was, te I was telling the leaders, 
uh, when we had our meeting, where I was brought before a river. I was brought before a river, and I was shown the river, and I was told the people, a lot of the people you admire have been here. They've been to this river. It says, enter in. Drink. Swim. There are people that we have read about. There are people that we admire. But they were taken to that place where there was a flow from the throne of God. Where they were able to access, access the, the mysteries of heaven concerning them. Let me tell you, there's a mystery around your life. There's a mystery, there's a divine secret about you that has not yet been revealed. It has not yet been revealed. But if you will allow God, if you will draw nearer to Him, if you begin to walk in intimacy with Him, if you begin to seek His face, if you will begin to seek His will, if you will begin to seek His kingdom for your life, I'm telling you, these things will be unraveled. You are a living mystery. You are a living secret. I'm telling you, you are coded. Amen. You are coded. You are coded. The devil cannot understand you. He cannot understand you. Only God understands you because he knows what he has coded in you. And as you walk with him, as you begin to enter into that realm, as you begin to ascend to that place, and as you begin to come to that river, and you begin to drink from that river, as you begin to drink from that river, something is going to flow out of you that will be unstoppable. Amen. Hallelujah. It will flow out of you. It will be unstoppable. You will face obstacles, but you will find your way around those obstacles. You will find your way around those things. There is nothing that will stop us. We are unstoppable. Did you hear me? I say we are unstoppable. Come on, let me hear you. We are unstoppable. Say I am unstoppable. Nothing can stop me. Nothing can hinder me from fulfilling my destiny. From fulfilling God's plan for my life. I will fulfill all my days. According to what is written concerning me. Hallelujah. The psalmist said it. Behold, I have come to do your will. I have come with the volume of the books to do your will. It is written of me, your will, O Lord, will I do. Hallelujah. We have come to do that which is written about us. Do you know something, people? There is a book about you in heaven. There is a book about your life in heaven. There is a book that is written already about you. All the number of your days are written in that book. And on that day when we stand before him, they will open that book and look at your life and see if it conforms to what was written before time. And my prayer, my prayer is that we will all fulfill what is written. Hallelujah. What is written about this church shall be fulfilled. Amen. Do you understand me? Amen. It shall be fulfilled. Amen. We've had hell loosed against us, but we're still here. Amen. 
We're still here. We're still standing. Some of you have no clue the battles we fight. But we are still here. Come on. The songwriter says, I'm still standing. I'm still standing. But by the grace of God, I'm still standing. The whole of hell set loose against me cannot stop me. It's too late. It's already determined before time. It's already determined before time. It has been destined before time. Hallelujah. I remember in my teenage years how the Lord showed a friend of mine. He was praying and he was shown a vision and he saw my life playing out before him. And he called me and said, Eric, this is what I saw. He saw my future at that time. And it was glorious. Hallelujah. And he said to me, this is what God is saying. Saw it. There are several people that saw it. One of them called my mom and said, this boy is chosen. I didn't know. I didn't know why I was fasting and praying as a child. I didn't know. How many children have you heard fasting and praying? (laughs) (laughs) Hallelujah. Yeah. But I guess there was something beating inside. And now I I, I feel there are so many destinies beating in this place right now. I can hear the voice of destiny crying out. Crying out of somebody. Yeah. Some of you are, are, are destined to handle billions. But God is still watching to see your faithfulness in the little. Some of you, you think you just decide your life and decide where it should go. You can choose either your plan or his plan. But I chose his plan. Come on. I had my plans as a child. But I laid them aside. And I've not had any cause to regret. Hallelujah. Amen. But it's not too late to enter into his plans. For your life. If you will lay your life down. And you say Lord. Let your will be done. Whatever you have chosen. Before time. Me, I surrender to it. I yield to it. Come on, say it right now. Lord, I yield. I, I yield to your will. I yield to that which you have determined before time concerning my life. Come on, begin to talk to the Lord. Begin to talk to the Lord. Whatever you have chosen before time, be whatever you have chosen before time, I surrender to it. I yield to it. I open my life. I open my life and I say, Lord, let my life conform. Let my life conform to that which you chose before I was born, before time, that which you ordained for me. Let it be unto me according to your will, according to what is written in the volume of the books concerning me. Yea, my Father. Thank you, Jesus. 
Let's stand up on our feet. Come on.